Hey, I'm at Book Expo America. This is Rich Solomon, and I found one of the gems of rock and roll with me. <laughs> we were actually looking at a book on the Ramones, but I found someone who was with a number of different people, including the Joan Jett Band from when? Uh, I played with Joan from 81 to 93. Okay, and your name is? Ricky Bird. Okay. And, player. and what brings you to Book Expo? Um, actually uh, doing some work for a, a film still archive. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Now, I understand because we had a little pre-production chat that you have, a, you have an album coming out? Yeah, I'm working on a record. Uh, I've been working on it for a couple of years, and it's coming out. Well, I don't know when it's coming out, but I'll be finished hopefully by September. Okay, and do you, know, have, do you have a working title, or is that like a state secret? <laughs> no, nah, I'll leave it out because uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay. i got a couple of things written down. All right. So where should we be looking to find it when it first comes out? Well, you know, this is a different business model these days, you know. So uh, I'm going to take advantage of a lot of Internet stuff. I'm not sure how I'm going to go about it. It's going to be great music. It's all my influences that I grew up on, all original songs. But I'm wearing sort of my influences on my sleeve, you know. Okay. So I'm not shying away from from so the new and the old. In other words, like I'm just I'm not like editing like oh that sounds a little bit like that band. It's like this is who I am, you know. So I'm just I'm, that's how I'm doing it, you know. It's a good rock and roll soul kind of record, R and B. Do you have a website? You can go to my Facebook page. Okay. We were talking about Facebook. Yeah, you yeah. love Facebook. I love Facebook. <laughs> because I get, I get people that came to see us, you know, uh, 20 years, 25 years ago, finding me. You know, do you remember that show in Akron, Ohio, in, you know, 1981? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Just like yesterday. Just like yesterday. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, the, I was the guy with the red shirt. You know, I was like, yeah, I remember. Third row. <laughs> <laughs> On the left. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. perfect. Perfect. I remember it all. Wow. So what, if, I, if people want to find you on Facebook, what would they look for? Just come to Ricky Bird on Facebook. Okay, I'm always I'm, uh, funny. I love scanning pictures, and I'm always putting up old Blackheart pictures and other all the other people I played with, Ian Hunter and Roger Daltrey, Southside Johnny. So I'm very talkative. I mean, you come on in and talk to me. I'll talk back. I like telling story. People ask me things, and I tell stories about being on the road and this and that. I find it fascinating. I do, love Facebook. Do you miss the road, or do you love the fact that you did the whole road thing and you've? got things going on that are a little different now um actually i don't miss the road i miss uh i miss playing a lot but um yeah, i have a daughter an eight-year-old daughter eight who's, who's incredibly smart for what i understand and a great musician singer already um so i, I heard like, you I, told me that she been pre you she was singing yeah, in perfect pitch i caught her singing in the shower she was singing here comes the sun that's that's adorable yeah, yeah. but um I like doing, I'm part of this, this crowd of guys from, from bands that were in the 80s, and I get to do these cool corporate things, and, um, you know, I go out and fly out and do a date here or a date there, uh, just like benefits, charity things, and, and, the, and the beauty of this is every time I do it, I'm playing with different people that I never played with. Simon Kirk, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, you know, James Montgomery on harp, you know, it's like all, every gig is different people. Wow. Which is cooler to me than playing in a band because every time it's people I've always admired and you know always wanted to play with. Now, I understand we were talking a little bit before that you do some things with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I do this thing uh, every year. The Rock Rock Hall has a benefit at the uh, Cleveland uh, Convention Center for education. So I just did it two weeks ago. Uh, I'm in the house band, and, and you know it's always uh, Liberty DeVito on drums, myself, uh, Jeff Carlisi. From 38 Special. We're like the guys that were there every year. And then You're we'll, the core, right? Yeah. Right. Will Lee did it last year or two years ago. Um, uh, Schaefer did it two years ago. And we play with everybody from, you know, Mark Farner. We did this year. We, we played with uh, Ronnie Spector last year. It's like there's like 10 people and we back everybody up. And it's always a blast. It's a lot of work leading up to it because we rehearse on our own. We all live in different parts of the country. So the, whoever's the MD sends us charts. 
and I sit there and struggle through them. <laughs> you know, I read enough not to hurt my playing, as they say. And I, I study them for three weeks, and then we get there, we rehearse the day of the show, like, you know, about 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and we rehearse the day of the show, and then the concert starts, and, you know, and there you go. Does that kind of stretch your envelope because you're not playing with people you're familiar with? No, it's great. It's great. You just look at it, you know, it, it's, it's, it stretches you as a musician, and... Uh, Everybody, we're, we've been doing this for years and years, so like I could look at, I mean, Carlisi is a friend of mine, and Lib is, I play with, we have a fun band called uh, The Hit Squad, okay. with the Asbury Duke Horns, and, and, and uh, you know, very, uh, Jeff Kazee from Southside's band, and we play, I got a whole list of soul songs, and like, everything from You Don't Know Like I Know to Hang On Sloopy, I just call them out. And we were playing The Cutting Room a bunch uh, before it closed, but you know, that's my fun band. Oh wow! Strictly fun. So, what other what other pro- involved? <laughs> Sadly, what other projects can we look forward to you in the future while we have you uh, here? Dude, the record is that's that's the one. Exactly. I've been working on that. I started in 2002, and then you know life happens, and you know I, I put it off, I put it off, and here we are. It's 2010. But I, meanwhile, I wrote some songs with Southside, wrote new ones by myself. You know, wrote a couple with my friend Richie Supa. Okay, a great famous songwriter who co-wrote. Uh, amazing with Tyler, you know, and Pink. Right. So the time element, my, my meter's not running, dude. You know, so. It, so does, does that give you a chance to do it at your own pace that you oh, didn't have before? Oh yeah, man. I have a Pro Tools thing in my basement. Um, I started it in Nashville with Ray Kennedy, Steve Earle's partner. So I started it at, at that studio, and then I came back here and I'm doing part of it. Like I'm doing the the rhythm tracks out of the studio in Huntington, Pro Tools studio. Then we come back to my house. And I play in my basement. I got, you know, I put the amp in the bathroom and I sing, you know, bring over an expensive mic. It's amazing what you can do today. And it sounds, so far I've, I've done two tracks. I did the first six tracks back in 02, or five tracks. And now I'm, I got two tracks pretty much done. I got to put horns on something. And it sounds, dude, I listen to it and I'm like, I love it. Do you ever fantasize about what it would have been like to have had today's technology back then? Um, yeah, that's a whole other story. I mean, some people can't stand the sound. Uh, you know, they, 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 they're convinced they can hear the difference between Pro Tools Digital and audio, like the hiss on the records. And yeah, right. you can. I mean, all I care about is that if the songs are good, yeah. you could scratch it out on concrete with a freaking chisel, you know, and that'll be fine. <laughs> you know, just, just have good songs. Crappy songs sound bad on... No, no matter what medium. No yeah. So uh, it doesn't bother me. And it's, you know what? Uh, it's it, uh, monetarily this is the way to go uh, you know n- hardly anybody's using tape anymore and, and there's ways to manipulate it where it, it winds up you know you throw it into a, a trash can after you finish and it comes out sounding a little bit like a, an album but you got to move forward man it's, it's, it's not 1978 do you think there's a loss in the sense that people aren't buying albums so much as they're buying songs now because you know growing up I remember you bought an album and you listened to the entire album. Now people pop off a, a song here and there. You know what? It's you got to be able to, to uh, adapt. It's like a pitcher, you know, in the major leagues who doesn't have a fastball anymore, right. and so he has to learn to, to manipulate his curveball. You got to work at different speeds. It's 2010. It's a different recording. It's it's a, there's no record companies left. It's it's a whole other world. So you just have to adapt, or you just curl or up perish. Like that, you know? <laughs> Right, you have to adapt. Absolutely. By the way, that I mean it's not 1978, so you have to you have you have to do it. The business model's changed. You know, my hopes and internet, internet, internet. But my hopes and dreams, you know, for all the downside of what's going on now, for a guy like me, for for my age and and what I do, there's so many other options. There's 
the, like you said, the internet. So people automatically, I posted on Facebook or MySpace, somebody in Scandinavia sitting in his house can hear a cut from my track. Yeah, right. No, no like company yeah. involved. Right, and no one could have done that 30 years no, ago. No. And there's also, there's movies now, there's soundtracks, there's, you know, there's, they're, they're using commercials now. Like, like he was talking about the Ramones being on commercials now. You know, well, that's Monty Melnick who's wrote On the Road with the Ramones. Well, so many of the commercials now, the, 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 the um, jingle business is all but dead because people stop hiring people to write jingles and they're licensing a lot of these old songs or lighting, they're licensing original material. So all these things are a plus for artists of today. So with the negatives, there's pluses. I have no problem seeing record companies go down the tubes. <laughs> there you go. I mean, if, if you want to dance, you got to pay the band. And now they're paying the band. And that's right. And it's, a, and it's and about it's, time the band got paid. It is about time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's slow justice, Look, but justice well of, time. There's a lot of nice people in the music business and the record companies. And there's a lot of people that knew nothing about music that just, you know, got jobs. They got lucky. They, they signed somebody that got big. And, you know, it's, it's the cycle, mate. Exactly. So I got to ask you one last question. How did you kind of first get into the whole music scene? What, what, what was there like, you know? Uh, I was uh, just like everybody. I grew up in the Bronx watching the Ed Sullivan show, saw the Rolling Stones, end of story. Oh, there you go. And, and, and did you gravitate to one particular instrument right away? Did you work your way through a few things? or? Well, without going doing a 20-minute recitation here. So the Rolling Stones love the Rolling Stones I see something in them that reminds reminds me of me right Some, something in their vibe I love the Beatles too but the Stones there was something below the waist about them right? <laughs> exactly a little grittier then I read magazines and I see they love Muddy Waters and Otis Redding and this and that and I start getting like who's, who are these people and that's how I found those guys by reading what Keith and Mick and Brian liked I went back and I found these people and that's the whole story. That's that's what history is about, right? In fact, I, speaking of history, I actually was lucky enough to see Muddy Waters on tour with Clapton many years oh, ago when he was, you know, man. yeah, it was quite a concert. Had, you know, yeah. we can't get into this now, but I've had a million great experiences on the road playing with, like, you know, Rufus, doing Walking the Dog with Rufus Thomas or, you know. I mean, my career has been, I've been blessed to have a wonderful career. I've played with a lot of my idols. I did, you know, a, a guy that... that waited online for four hours at Forest Hills Tennis Stadium to see The Who. I wound up doing a record with Roger and, and being his friend. And That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and playing all the young dudes with Ian Hunter. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm, I, I got nothing to complain about. I have, I've had, so up to now, it's been amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, if you ever want to come to the station and uh, we're, out here, we're out in Brookville, uh, come on by and you can, uh, we'll do a whole hour. It all sounds right. good. I'll give you my when card. My records. Yeah, you'll come by. Awesome to talk about. All right, perfect. Thanks a lot. Right. Ricky Bird, uh, look for his record. I guess they don't call, call I don't think they call them records anymore. I think they and, call and, it music. One thing for sure, it doesn't, it's not a black heart record. My music, my music is, I grew up on The Stones, Al Green, Otis Redding, you know, The Faces. That's that's what I love. The stuff that I listen to, yeah. yeah. So people I'm, sometimes think it's going to be like a black heart kind of thing but i was the guy in the black heart that like that had that other influence right so you pulled them in a little bit more of a different I, direction I think so my guitar playing was not as glitter you know joan grew up on certain things i grew up on other things so i, I brought my influences and that's you know like my guitar break, break on i love rock and roll it's not a blues break but it's what i listen to it's, it's right me doing a little bit of leslie west you know it, it's yeah it's the stuff that i grew up on exactly yeah. well i wish you the best of luck thanks sir and, nice uh, talking to you. let me get a picture and yeah. i'll this is rich salman we'll be right back okay